Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Mark Henry and I talk about Dustin Rhodes and his announcement that 2023 will be his last in pro wrestling. Also, we talk about the bloodline and are we going to finally see Rock and Roman at next year's WrestleMania. Also, we get into William Regal, and is he making the jump back to the WWE? All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. First and foremost, uh, somebody who's been a friend of the show, somebody who I know is a good friend of yours, uh, Mark, uh, Dustin Rhodes. He was a part of Great Lakes Championship Wrestling Blizzard Brawl over the weekend and he said this is my last year he meant 2023 i think there was the shock of that crowd because he's like this is my last year it's like yeah there's still like a month left 2022 so i think he shocked a lot of people but you know listen i think anybody that's been watched watching dustin Rhodes lately knows how great he's been but knows that the end is coming near he's at that age where it may be time but dustin Rhodes to me Mark, one of the more underrated wrestlers when you look at what he's been able to accomplish. And I go back to the first double or nothing in Vegas when he faced his brother, Cody Rhodes. That's one of my top 10 matches of all time. The story going in, what took place, like such an amazing... Dustin has given us some amazing matches and moments over the years. He has, and, and, and Dave, a few points. Um, if I was Dustin and I was saying that and pouring my heart out to the crowd and the dude would be like, one more match. And I just said that I was going to have more matches before that. I'd be like, hey, dumbass, pay attention. <laughs> I said that I was going to have more matches. <laughs> pay attention. Okay, now moving right along. Uh, <laughs> I, I love Dustin. And I've been around Dustin since 95. And from 95 to two years ago, um, he had incredible matches with, I mean, Bret Hart, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. You name somebody, he had a match with him. I think, Dave, and this is my opinion, but since Double or Nothing to today, 
I think that he's had his best matches. Wow. Yep, that's saying something. He and Jericho have had the freedom to go out there and do what they saw fit. They've won some, they lost some. But in every single match, they've elevated the person that was in the ring with them. They told the story that got us emotionally, that got us in our heart. And we can't help but think about, I I think about the match that he had with Brian Danielson. Go look it up. He had a 20-plus minute match with Brian Danielson that I thought was, you know, probably the best match that I've seen him have. Toughness, storytelling, cliffhangers, the false finishes, the the work rate. The I mean, it was it was it was a work of art. That's going to be sorely sorely missed. But on a lighter note. Mm-hmm. I get to see Dustin in the ring working wrestlers out. If you can get your ass up early, go to the arena, ready to work, Dustin is working people out. He's showing the future of wrestling. He's not taking all those gifts that God gave him to the grave with him. Not saying that he's leaving the earth anytime soon. I'm just saying he's giving back. Tony Tony has Dustin um, at AEW for more than in-ring as a coach, as the, the lead coach in the ring. There is nobody better right now. I put him up there with Rip Rogers. I put him up there with Leo Burke. I put him up there with Tom Pritchard. They know everything and how to do. It's the, it's been his whole life. And, and Mark, it's been everything to And him. Mark, our very own Thunder Rosa, you know, when Thunder Rosa won the AEW Women's Championship, the first person to hit that ring to congratulate her was Dustin. We've had Dustin on the show with Thunder on her birthday and how much she thanked him for everything she's been able to achieve since being with AEW. And Mark, I mean, you're a friend of his. You know the story. Like, this is a guy that, you know, could have left us, could have left this earth. Uh, a certain amount of years ago. He battled a lot of demons, you know, yeah. Dustin, where, you know, I'm sure he never thought he'd be able to get back into the ring and wrestle at this high level. And he's been able to to wrestle those demons, fight those demons off, get himself back on the path, and then get into the ring and actually put, like you said, Mark, some of the best matches that he's had in his career. Yeah, I, I, I love to see a, a, a Dustin Rose appreciation week. A week not just a a day and talk about uh, 
every element of who he was as a pro wrestler and, you know, get his critiques on at the end on what he thought was the most impactful and if we left anything out. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like, he's done it all. But, and he's somebody that when, and we, you know, Mark, we've talked about this before. There's certain wrestlers that we take for granted. Randy Orton is another example of a guy that's, just we take him for granted because he's always there. He's always great. And you kind of don't appreciate it because you see it all the time. Dustin is one of those guys since, especially since he's been with AEW, you named a few of those matches, Mark. I named again, that match with Cody, the story, the storytelling in the ring, the bloodbath that match was, those are some of my favorite moments as a fan. And again, I, I think if, if I was to, if, there's two matches that I I put uh, as the best matches that I've seen since watching AEW. One would be the first Brit and Thunder match, that unsanctioned match at St. Patrick's Day Massacre, and then the match that Dustin had with Cody. And Dustin's handprints were on both those matches. You know, one as an actual wrestler and one as a coach. Those are inspired by Dustin Rhodes. And you look at this family, the Rhodes family, it is one of the greatest families in the history of pro wrestling. And Dustin obviously is a big example of that, Mark. Yeah, I mean, and, and the influence that he had on his brother. Yep. Um, the You know, their father uh, gave them uh, more than a leg up on everybody with the psychology and the, the tutelage and the understanding and the... Uh, getting in the ring with them and 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 showing them how to tell a story and why that just wrestling doesn't do it that you have to make people feel and nobody was able to make a a, a fan feel more than Dusty Rhodes. I mean, you can argue and say Ric Flair and you know Shawn Michaels and uh, Ricky Steamboat you know, as far as selling and feeling. But come on, man, it's Dusty Rhodes. Like, I cried for days when he passed. Yeah. He was not a member of my family, but I felt like he was. And Dustin and Cody, they have that in them. If you talk to Dustin about the passion of wrestling, he's going to start crying. I've I've had those talks and we both end up crying because we love wrestling. We, we know what wrestling did for our lives and for our families afforded our kids and our, and our wives to be able to, to do things and go places. And it means a lot, man, to, be able to pour all that in and losing him now to the ring. It sucks. It sucks for us, but, but think about him. I'm I'm thinking about him as the man. He said in that, in that promo, he's like, my knees can't take it. Yeah. His body is hurting, man. I know what he feel like. I wake up every morning feeling like that. So I know that he feels he's took way more bumps than I did. So God bless him. Uh, I hope that uh, everybody 
doesn't get down because he's, like he said, in ring. Just in the ring. Outside the ring, we'll still have him. Yeah, and it, and it also shows the appreciation. When you see him in the ring in 2023, knowing that this is going to be one of his matches, his last matches, that's something that you need to appreciate. From standout wrestler to the pinnacle of mixed martial arts, Chris Weidman has done it all. Don't miss Won't Back Down Radio with former UFC middleweight champion Chris Weidman every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Join the All-American for the best fight analysis, breakdowns, and interviews with the heaviest hitters in the fight game. Won't Back Down Radio with Chris Weidman Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. This is a reason why I love SmackDown as much as I do. And I think this past Friday is a good example of it. You get, like the kids like to say, banger matches. Like that Sami Zayn, Sheamus match, banger. You know, the Escobar, Ricochet, banger. But then you get good storytelling as well. This Bloodline storyline, Mark, is, is I mean, where is it going? What's happening? Jey Uso and, and Kevin Owens. Oh, my gosh. It was good. And then you get some of this, you know, like, the real life drama that kind of blurs the line with with Owens and Roman and are we are we getting the rock at WrestleMania or could it possibly be Cody will our will our questions be answered at the Rumble will Cody be back at the Rumble could we see the rock at the Rumble I mean like this is this is what we love about pro wrestling what is going to happen at the Rumble and what is going to be your main event at next year's WrestleMania. And it but all that, centers they, around the That's what I line. love, though. Yeah. That's what I love about the Rumble is the surprise. Yes. And not knowing what you're going to get. As far as wrestling is concerned, Royal Rumble is Christmas because that's when you get the surprise. Yes. That's when you get the, man, I don't know what's about to happen, but it better happen soon. Wham! In your face. You get it at Royal Rumble. Now, listen, I know you're not a betting man, Mark. Neither am I because we like our money too much. I know what you're going (laughs) to ask. Are we getting The Rock at WrestleMania? (laughs) And and if we do, are we getting – is he coming back at the Rumble? The Rumble's the next WWE pay-per-view is the Rumble. So are we getting The Rock at the Rumble? Oh, man, Dave. If I was a betting man – I would say no, that we would get somebody else that we anticipate seeing the most. Okay. Who could that be? Cody? Cody Rhodes. Cody. All right. So Everybody wants Cody back. I want Cody back too. Is The Rock, is this a now or never scenario with The Rock? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a now or never. I think it's going to have to be one of those smoke and mirror type things where Cody comes back. The bloodline eliminates Cody to basically say nobody will oppose me at WrestleMania. WrestleMania will be me standing over everybody, the head of the bloodline, yada, yada, yada. 
and then the rock comes. You think you're more powerful than you than you are. You eliminate somebody or what you think you've eliminated somebody. Cody Rose will be fine. In Roman Reigns, The Rock, they square off, and here comes Cody. I noticed about bloodlines, I got a strong bloodline too. Does. Maybe one that rivals your bloodline. How about we make this? A triple threat? A triple threat. Can you imagine a WrestleMania with a triple threat with people that have bloodline ties in pro wrestling? It's not a crazy idea, and here's why. I mean, I'm just being realistic. The last time we saw The Rock was at WrestleMania 29 in a match with John Cena. And the match didn't go as well as they wanted to because The Rock legitimately legitimately got injured in that match at MetLife Stadium at WrestleMania 20. That's WrestleMania 29. That's quite a few years ago. That's the last time The Rock was in a ring. Okay? Now, what did that do? He was supposed to start filming a movie. They had to delay it because he was injured from the match, and that cost the movie studio millions of dollars because they had to delay that movie. Now, since WrestleMania 29... The Rock hasn't been in the ring, and The Rock hasn't gotten any younger. So we're all hyped up for a match that, Mark, is very well a big possibility not going to happen. The Bloodline storyline, it could go either way. It could be going towards The Rock because he is a part of that Bloodline, or it could be going towards Cody. Now, I still think in my heart of hearts it's going to be The Rock. But it is not a foregone conclusion. There's a lot more at stake than just a match at WrestleMania. Plus, Mark, I think you would agree that if they do have a match, The Rock's got to lose. Rock can't beat Roman Reigns because if The Rock beats Roman Reigns, where do you go from there? The bloodline story may be over if The Rock... The Roman has to win. So is The Rock going to come back all these years later, without having been in the ring, knowing that the last time he was in the ring, he got injured, delayed his movie for months. And is he going to come back knowing that most likely he's going to lose? Plus, I would think The Rock is kind of going to have a hefty price tag attached to when he comes back and actually wrestles. There's a lot into play here than just, is he available and is there a window on his calendar for him to be there for WrestleMania? There's a lot going on outside just of the, the ring. Just, Dave, just to ensure The Rock would cost $20 million, True. I guarantee you. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm in the head of, a, of the movie studio that he's uh, working on another movie at that time, I would want I would want insurance. Cause what if he did get hurt? Yeah. And now you delay the movie process, they're gonna lose millions of dollars, like you said. Like you you can't allow that. I mean, it's just not good business. 
And The Rock is a heavyweight now. Have you seen him? Yeah, he is. He's jacked. He's a fucking heavyweight. He not 240, 250 no more. He got to be pushing 275, 280. Wow. He jacked. I don't know if I've ever seen him this jacked. Thick in the shoulders and back. I don't know if he's going to be kipping up no more. Let me ask you, Mark. In your heart of hearts, do you think he wants – because I would think this is also going to coincide with him going into the WWE Hall of Fame as well. Wow. Didn't really think about that. But it it would be if, – if, if you had The Rock, maybe just have him there for the go in the Hall of Fame. I always thought that you should have the, – The Rock should um, – be a part of that family council that came out with the rat, the red uh, lays around their neck with Afa and Sika yep. and Atta. Like, come out with the, with the family. And years ago, I guess a couple of years now, was the first time that I came on the air and said, you know, like the true bloodline would be if Roman beat the rock. And that's where all this shit got started. Yeah. Makes sense. But it should have happened by now. And it and it should have been something where uh the rock was able to lose and kind of show Roman Reigns, you know, uh raise his hand and say, You are the head of the bloodline. But that ain't the that ain't what happened. No. Roman was able to get over on his own. Yep. And he was able to solidify himself as one of the greatest wrestlers of this generation. Agreed. So, that being said, everything's changed. It's all changed. We can't look at today like we looked at two years ago when we when, when I said that. It's a completely different thing now. And look at all the people that have returned and all of the changes in pro wrestling. We talked about, you know, Brian Danielson, but look at Edge. Edge is back. Cody is back. There's been changes. So you have to utilize the ingredients that you have in your cabinet and in your refrigerator. You can't just, you know, sprinkle pixie dust and and make a meal like use the ingredients that are required and i think that uh wwe already has all the ingredients that it needs well what you just said speak volumes because maybe they do have all the ingredients and don't need an additional ingredient spend your afternoons with jimmy smith on unlocking the cage you guys have been chilling it all day. I've been glued to the radio. Gain unfiltered analysis on the unforgiving world of fighting. This is fight sports. I'm sorry. It's not fair. It's not supposed to be fair. And hear from the biggest names in the sport. Francis Ngannou, UFC heavyweight champion. We have Kamaru Usman. What's up, Jimmy? How are you? Listen to Unlocking the Cage with Jimmy Smith. Love your show, brother. It's the best. Weekdays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Channel 156. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart. 
Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. William Regal, I think, has been amazing in his time with AEW. But there's now been multiple reports, Mark, one coming from... Mike Johnson, uh, about William Regal, that he is finalizing a new deal with the WWE and is expected to officially start after the new year, probably in a backstage role. Mark, does that surprise you, or do you feel like what William Regal was able to provide in his short time with AEW was enough? I mean, it's surprising to if, if that's a fact, but if... If it is true, then don't you feel like he has accomplished a lot in the short time that he was there? Uh, The Blackpool Combat Club, the elevation of those guys, they stem from work that he put in to help get them over. The leadership, the guidance, the... The name, the storytelling, the the believability of all parties involved, the edge that Regal has put on Utah alone was worth the price paid for him to be there. Just the one. But what he's, the, the battery in the back of Brian Danielson and Moxley uh, beyond worth it, beyond worth the money spent. There's no doubt. And you're right how he's able to elevate them, but also MJF in this story with this world championship. Now, Mark, you know better than anybody that, you know, Vince McMahon had Pat Patterson and that was like the, the, the perfect combination from the golden era of the mid eighties to elevate that company to a national level. And, and Mark, I mean, Pat Patterson was that guy and you can't say enough good things about what Pat Patterson was able to do and what a great genius mind. Could William Regal be that guy for a triple H because every great person needs to have that person that they can bounce stuff off of. They need to have that, that person that you can trust to be almost like your right-hand man. Could William Regal be that for Triple H if he was to go back to the WWE? Of course, but Triple H has like 10 of those guys right now. I don't think it's about having just one. I think it's about having a network of people that think differently, that all have ideas, that you can put on a big board and go, 
okay, six months from now, this trajectory leads everybody to this, and then somebody else will have their proposals, and then you figure out which one you think will be the best one, best option. And all of those guys, if they're honest, mm-hmm. will look at that the all the different storyboards and all the different storylines and go, you know what? That's that's better. That's good. That's we should go with that. That's what should happen. But uh everybody wants their ego stroked and everybody wants to um be the guy that came up with the good idea. And fortunately enough for Pat Patterson, he was able to do that over and over and over again. Um I feel like Regal is just is that but Regal is more of an enforcer. So many people respect his uh, his tutelage and his knowledge that they don't they they question him, but not like oh, I don't know about that idea. They try to make his idea work, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and there needs to be more uh, Steve Regals in the business. And not as many guys that just want to get their shit in and get over with the boss. Well, I think two things that you said. And one is respect. Obviously, you have to have that respect. And obviously, like you mentioned with ego, you got to be able to say, all right, I'm wrong and I'm going to listen to you because I have that respect in you that I trust you because you've been there and you've done that. I mean, William Regal is probably one of those people you put on that plateau of creative geniuses that have been around the business for a very long time that if you were to bounce something off of somebody, it would want to be a William Regal because you respect and trust him. Right. And um, not only do you respect and trust the guy, but he's willing to physically still put his body on the line for you. Uh, he's willing to, to go as an in-between. Uh, he's willing to go and cut a promo. Uh, giving, putting, I always say putting the battery in the back, but acknowledging you and pushing you to the fan base that respects what he says. And if William Regal says, man, I think this guy has the potential to be something great, I want to pull it out of him. And I need your help to get that done. What, what's going to happen? The people are going to go, okay, come on, man, let's go. You have William Regal on your side. Yeah, that that that's that's valuable. Yeah, and I and I think if this if these rumors are true and these reports are true, and he is going back to the WWE, not. Yeah, I mean, I I would think not, Mark. Just for my own personal. Yeah, because Jesus, I think I like seeing it. And I but I also think it's a it's a major asset for AEW. You want as many people that you truly respect to have the knowledge to watch this product grow. And, you know, I I would hope if you're you you would feel that way, Mark, not only just for the fact that you like him as a human being and you like being around him and I've seen you interact with William Regal like just his knowledge alone is going to help is going to help your product and if he is going back to the WWE it is it's a major major asset for Triple H and the WWE because 
you could use him in the backstage role. But as we saw just recently this past Wednesday, he's he's definitely good on TV as well. Yeah, I mean, and, and he did a hell of a job at NXT. Yep. Uh, a lot of the people that came through NXT, um, the black and gold edition, which is the version of NXT that we love the most. Yep. Regal was the lead guy. And, you know, Matt Bloom and um, the, the, the all of the guys that were under the tutelage of Dusty Rhodes um, were running the place. But when it came to who to push and how to get them there and get in the ring, let me show you how. That was regal. I mean, they got great coaches down there. Yeah. You know, Norman Smiley, like, is one of the most underrated wrestling coaches in the world. And he was down there with regal. And Scotty Tuhati and, you know, you keep naming the guys. Like, they were very polished down there. And hey. for whatever reason, uh, people started, like, you know, going their own separate ways. And some people got elevated. Some people got fired. Yeah. Some people got let go. And and some of those people were a decision from Vince McMahon. And we'll see if moving forward, and we're seeing it a lot under Triple H, a lot of those people returning to the WWE. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.